How direct are you with your players? Direct. They, uh, they come here because they want me to keep it real. Now, they don't always like when I keep it real with them, personally. But I try to be, tell them, if you do that, you're not playing. I'm just telling you right now. This is how I need you to play and how you need to play for you. Like this. If you do that and when they do it, stop. That's what's going to get you out of a game. Don't say I take you out for errors. I take you out when you do something like that, when you know better, but you can't help yourself. Then you're going to come out of the game. I tell them if they take a crazy shot, make it, because maybe I'll leave you in. But you better make it. <laughs> and the chances of them making them that crazy shot are slim and none, so they normally won't take it. But I try to keep it real. I mean, if a guy is enthusiastic and this and this, but his numbers are like, look at your numbers. You're playing hard, you're doing this, you're never getting a rebound, you're not blocking a shot, you're not doing anything. You don't deserve to be out there. And you gotta, you gotta earn that right. I don't, I can do that because I never promise anybody starting positions, minutes, shots, yeah, we're gonna run the offense through you, we're gonna put your name in the rafters. I don't promise anybody that, never have, never back from my UMass days. So I can keep it real. Um, if a kid doesn't earn a starting spot, he doesn't, sp he doesn't start. Um, we've probably started in my time 25 to 30 freshmen. So if you're good enough, I play freshmen, but you better be good enough. What's the biggest challenge in having so many talented players on one team? That, w that was one year I did that. And the challenge was how do I make sure everyone eats? Not how do I make sure Carl Anthony Towns is the number one pick. So by doing that, every decision I made had to be about how do I get these guys to share? How do I get them to understand it's not about volume? It's about efficiency. I hired an analytics guy that we did our stats daily and weekly and game time by efficiencies, not by volume numbers. Um, I had to get the, the, the players uh, to really understand what we were trying to do together and in 20 minutes they could feel full be who you are no one on our team was the same it wasn't like I had three players exactly the same they were all different and what ends up happening they all eat we win almost every game we play set a record was had an historic season and seven of them go on to the NBA the other three come back one by injury the others because they needed to and they'll be in the NBA so all 10-8 and Carl was still the number one pick of the draft. And four were in the lottery. So that's the challenge of what we do. Are there times you won't start your best team on the court because there are certain guys that you believe deserve to play? But I will tell you that maybe a really good player has to come off the bench because he doesn't match with the team and how they play. And he's better off coming off the bench coming right in and doing it versus starting with this team and it kind of gets us a little screwed up. So there are combinations. Now we keep that though. So we have combinations and how they do. Now last year was just different. I mean I had to play 10 guys. How do you play 10? You can't substitute 10 and you know shuffle. You can't do it. It's not any coach knows you can't do that. And why? because no one ever gets in a rhythm. Your team never gets any continuity. They never get the chemistry they need because you just keep shuffling. Okay. 
and why are you doing it? To be smart, or I want it to be about me, so I'm gonna shuffle everybody, and it's about my substitutions. This isn't about me. This is how do I get individual players to play their best? How do I get a group of players to be for one another? You gotta figure out how do I do this and succeed and not at the expense of these kids. These parents are putting their children to my care. I don't take it lightly. This is a clip by John Calipari. Um, I love his philosophy and how he runs things. And I mean, if you're a basketball player and you wanna make it to the next level, you need to watch this clip. No Chanel, Mama and Gucci, got out the hoop to yeah. Been through hell, carry the, carry the, life is a movie, yeah. We prevail, now we do the coupies, don't do the groupies, yeah. Got money for bail, don't act like you know me, knock off your coffee, yeah. Flooded the road, you would eat them, pack like a trinity, the beam Blow the money like Freeman, I got a flex in the sleepers. They trying to do me like season. you gotta watch for the creepers. I got that eye in the season. Hey, I'm Harvey Harrington, and this is Dream Chasers. And uh, I want to break down this clip from John Calipari today. Um, he really talks about how to understand how to play. I mean, the first thing that he said was that, you know, if a kid was to take a wild shot, you better make it. Because if you make it, there's a good chance he might keep you in the game. You got to understand how to play the game of basketball. I mean, all this mixtape and looking good and all that stuff, it doesn't mean nothing. It goes out the window when you start talking about big universities. You know, University of Indiana, Notre Dame. I mean, you got to come in day in and day out, and you got to be ready to play. And I mean, you know, coming in as a freshman, I know, I know we talk about paying your dues, but if you can play, you're gonna play. I mean, you have to put in that time. You got to come in. You got to show your worth. Another thing that he talked about, he talked about how in practice, how they would measure efficiency. I mean, just one of the things that a lot of a lot of players don't live by and they don't understand is like. How can you impact the game without putting the ball in the hole? So can you be one of those players that are on the floor that need to be there, all right? Can you can you rebound? Can you be a playmaker? Can you stop somebody on defense? These are things that are small intangibles that are keep you on the floor. Every time you play the game of basketball, you're not gonna have a good game. Or every time you play the game of basketball, you're not gonna average a certain amount of points. You're not, I mean, you can look at, take for example, Look at the Lakers that won last year. Rajon Rondo, I mean, those last couple games, I mean, he showed out. He didn't really, up until that point, he did pretty decent. He held it down as a point guard, but it was the intangibles. He knew he had to get in and he had to fulfill a role. You have to understand, if you're a Division I athlete and, and you're right now you're trying to figure out what schools you're going to go to and you're looking at different schools, you need to break down and do some research on the coaches. You got to understand how they think how do they break down different things? I mean, that, that can make the difference between, you know, you being an NBA player or you coming on the team and not doing well, sitting on the bench. Whatever coach's philosophy works best for you is going to be the school that you should that you should go to. That should determine the school, not how big the school is. We're at a point now that it, you can go to just about any school and have a chance at making it. Now, obviously, we go to the University of Kentucky, I mean, you know, they're always going to have first-rounders coming out of there. That's a no-brainer. But maybe you don't fit into that. All right? So 
you know, I know we're talking about earning, how, to, how you need to earn playing time and stuff like that, but you gotta do what's best for you ultimately. College is such a different game than high school. I mean, when you get to college, I mean, these are, these are the big leagues, all right? This is right before the pros. I mean, um, you know, college coaches are different. If you're in a high school right now, you think that your college coach is gonna be like your high school coach, chances are it's, it's not gonna be that. Just remember, you have to earn every minute, every ounce of it. So, I mean, if you start working towards that now, I'm pretty sure when you get to the D1 level that you'll be fine. You'll be able to, you'll be able to step in and possibly get what you want if you know that you have to earn it and it's not given to you. Because right now, a lot of athletes just feel like, you know, just give it to me because I deserve it or it should be mine. No, you got to fight for every, for every inch that you get on the, on the D1 level and every inch that you get in the high school level. I mean, get ready for college now. As always, I want to thank you for watching. Uh, go to our YouTube page, Dream Chasers Basketball Indie. Please like, share, and subscribe. Like, share, and subscribe. Hit that little bell. We got more episodes coming soon. Thank y'all. Dream Chasers.